BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life, from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome, and let's begin. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan and Tatiana James. Happy New Year. We're putting together this video to share with you some motivation and inspiration for this upcoming year so that you can achieve everything that you want. There's been a lot of things that we've learned and applied to our lives that have allowed us to create some amazing things in our life that we want to share with you. We want to make sure that this is your best year yet and pass on anything that can inspire you, motivate you, and help you get what you want this upcoming year. So do you want to kick it off? Sure. Okay. So step number one and the most critical piece, the foundational piece in this game of creating success in however way you define it is having a vision, having a vision of what you want. Uh, your vision is your destination. It's when you have this destination, you now know where it is you want to go. You know the direction that you want to head. And once you have this vision, you now gain more clarity. And if you don't have clarity in your life about what you want, you'll never get what you want because you have no idea what it is that you want. So you need to have clarity first and foremost. And so creating a vision is really useful because it helps you to gain clarity on what it is that you truly want in your life. And once you have a vision, step number two is now setting goals that are going to help support that vision, setting goals that are going to help you to achieve that vision. 
direction. So your goals are kind of like a metaphorical compass, the compass that's going to lead you to the promised land. And so we're going to be talking about that today um, because it's just, it's critical, it's essential, and it's maybe something that you have to revisit every year. You know, it's something we're going to talk about revisiting your vision, revisiting your goals, because they can change. Your vision can change over the years as your values shift. Yeah, and your vision has to be exciting. It has to be compelling. And it could be anything you want it to be. It's, it's, it, there's no right or wrong answer to you know, what you want out of your life. That's a very subjective, personal thing that you have to ask yourself. And you have to dig deep within yourself and ask yourself, what do I want for my life? And your vision is that big picture for your life. Um, it's not anything short term. It's something that's 5, 10, 20, 30 years out in the future. And when you're thinking on that scale, um, it could be anything you want because truly anything is possible when you when you look at things from a, a perspective of 10, 20, 30 plus years. And the reason why you got to start with that is because the vision provides the context of what your goals are going to be. You know, you have to when you when you set your goals, your goals are essentially. Uh, like milestones that you're trying to achieve that are allowing you to make progress to what that vision is. But if you don't have that big picture vision that excites you, then maybe your goals over the next year aren't going to excite you that much, right? Because with the goals that you're going to set for an upcoming year or within the next six months or the next three months or the next month, it might not seem that exciting because it's so small, mm -hmm. you know, like um, maybe for example, you set a goal for yourself that you want to make you know, $30,000 in the next 12 months in your business. Well, that might not seem that exciting, but when you recognize that that's part of a milestone that's going to allow you to achieve being a multimillionaire, maybe in the next 20 or 30 years, then, then you can start to see the purpose of that goal and, and how it can help you get that momentum and just be that stepping stone, stepping stone to get to that, to that point. <laughs> and one thing that a lot of people say is, I don't know what I want. I don't know what excites me. I don't know what's going to get me out of bed excited every day and you know keep me up late at night staying up to work towards something. And my answer to that is I think it's really important to start to explore different things in your life and have an open mind because um, there was once a time for both of us that we didn't even know that the life that we live today even existed or was even possible. Because I think a lot of people, they're very much indoctrinated by what society tells them, what the school system tells them, what their parents tell them, and just um, they're they're kind of seeing their reality is based on what they're seeing around them, you know, their friends and like their other peers. And I know for me, like when I went to school, I was not inspired by school. I was not inspired by, you know, graduating high school and then going to university and spending money and time to learn something, to get a job that just did not do it for me. And because you know, I discovered self-development that opened up different possibilities, right? That expanded my vision and created a vision for myself because through self-development, I was exposed to other ways that you can live your life that was different than what the mainstream average, you know, person was pursuing in their life. So I remember, you know, discovering all the self-help teachers and they would start to open up my mind to what I could achieve in my life. I didn't even know that I could become a millionaire or a multimillionaire or financially free. That was just not a concept in my mind. But because I started learning, that opened up doors. And then I remember learning about internet marketing, online business. That was something I never even knew about, you know, when I was younger. Nobody shared that with me. It was just not a thing. 
And I remember, uh, you know, you see the people that are in their 20s and 30s and they're living a luxurious life and they're a multimillionaire and they've got a nice car and they've got, uh, you know, the ability to travel the world, being a digital nomad. I remember reading a four hour work week by Tim Ferriss and that just blew my mind because that was very different than what I grew up learning about. I, I didn't think it was even possible to live uh, or to work four hours a week and to be able to enjoy your life in that way. I didn't know about passive income. And so my point being is that it was only because I had an open mind and I saw things that that I didn't think was possible, but I saw evidence of it and I allowed myself to believe that that was possible. And then that created the vision. And the more that I've kind of gone through life, learning and exploring and reading and discovering new things, the vision continues to expand. Mm -hmm. You know, same thing, let's say with a relationship, you know, most people, they don't think, uh, you know, like their, their context of a relationship is based on their parents' relationship, the relationships that they see around them. Um, and so they might not, you know, have a vision or, or even know the po the possibilities that exist within a relationship in terms of how loving a relationship could be, how you can have a relationship with ease and no stress and friction and problems that, you know, a lot of people just accept, oh, you know, relationships, yeah, this is how it is. And, um, you know, eventually the passion wears off and you, you know, it's normal to fight all the time. No, that's, that's only based on what you've accepted and allowed yourself to believe. And so when you start to seek out and learn about relationships, you start to see really inspirational couples or people that are truly in love and they've been together for 10, 20, 30, 40 years and they have passion and excitement. And when you see those things and you have that open mind, you can start to expand your vision and say, I want that. And I know I can have that because other people have that, mm -hmm. you know, they, that there's a way that that is possible. And so that's going to be part of my vision that I want for my life over the next, you know, several years or several decades. Mm -hmm. And one more point on this is like, um, even with like happiness for me, I, uh, I, I really started going deep into like learning about mental, emotional, spiritual well-being and learning about the different levels of consciousness that a human being can experience, the different levels of peace, joy, um, bliss and ecstasy like that you don't really see, you know, in our society, because most people, if you're looking around at everyone else, they're unhappy, they're lethargic, they, you know, have no passion for their life. And so you really have to, I, I had to look for like the 1%, you know, even less than 1% of people out there. And I define them and watch videos and go to events and retreats and all these things. But as you continue to explore your, the possibilities for your life expand mm -hmm. and your vision expands, it becomes more exciting because once you get a taste and a glimpse of what's available and possible, you can't go back to, uh, you know, a mediocre life. You know, once you know that something's available for you, you feel like, man, why, you know, if I'm, if I'm only going to be alive on this planet for so long, why not have the max experience of life? and pursue that. So mm -hmm. I think just exploring and having that open mind and allowing yourself to go through that process, you start to determine what you want over time. And 
you know, same thing I think with any dating process, you know, usually, you know, when you're young, you don't know what you want in a relationship with a man or a woman. So you date and you meet different people and you have different experiences and that helps you get clarity. This is what I want. This is what I don't want. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And that helps you determine who you want to spend your life with. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, I think, an important part mm-hmm. of finding what that vision is. Yeah. So, and I think when you are creating your vision, the point is you really want to be careful to not limit yourself based on your current circumstances, because that's only the current moment. You don't know where you're going to be five years from now, 10 years from now. So don't bring in those limitations, have a childlike imagination. And that's how you create a really compelling and really juicy vision, right? You want a vision that's so exciting that gets you up every day out of bed, just like excited to start your day, excited to be working on your goals because you're reminded that all of your goals are, again, going to help lead you to, um, to that vision, you know, even if it's like, yeah, I've got to like be an Uber driver for a while or do food delivery for a while. And, you know, that as a goal may not be so enticing to you, but when you're reminded that, Hey, this is actually one piece of me getting closer to achieving my vision that will excite you. And so I think that's, that's really important. And an example is like when I first, um, you know, when I first met Stefan and I was first, like I was 20 years old, 20, 20, right. Mm-hmm. I was 20 years old, just, you know, I was still in university and I was pursuing that path because as Stefan mentioned, that was all that I was exposed to. It was like, I didn't know there was an alternative way of life. I just thought you go to university and you get a nine to five job and that's that. And you make the most of life based on, you know, of, of, of that kind of career path. And so when I met Stefan, he opened me up to this idea of, wait a minute, you can work online. People actually make a living working from their computers and in doing so you can work from anywhere in the world. So now all of a sudden my vision changed. All of a sudden I was like, wow, I can work. I can be anywhere in the world. Wow. I want to travel. Wow. I want to live in a different country. Wow. Wouldn't it be great if one day I had a house on the beach, like my dream house on the beach. And so I, all of a sudden, because I was exposed to a different reality, I thought, well, why can't I have that for myself? And so, you know, fast forward now, eight years later, Stefan and I are building our dream house on the beach. And it started with a vision that we had eight years together, uh, eight years ago, that is this sh- joint vision, the shared vision of like li- building our dream house on the beach. And at the time, I, you know, who am I to dream that big? At the time I was a university student, a server in a restaurant. You know, how, how is that possible? How am I gonna afford to build my dream house on the beach? But when you have the why, the how will reveal itself. So when you start with the vision and you have a compelling vision and you have a reason to want that vision, you know, you have to have a strong why. For some people, their why is their family. For some people, their why is their kids. For some people, it might be more, you know, materialistic reasons. It doesn't matter what your why is, but your why is what's going to get you excited to fulfill this vision. And once you have that, then the how reveals itself. And, you know, we have a lot of content on our channels on the hows, but today we're talking about that that fundamental piece of of the vision yeah and so i think uh, you know the vision is critical i you know we also recommend journaling it writing it out create a vision board if you need to create a vision video you know of just finding different things and you know obviously we live in a you know day and age of influencers and there's 
you know, you, you know, countless number of people that are sharing many ways that one can live life. Um, you know, there are some people that when they see somebody that is maybe showing off their life, whether it's, you know, a car or something materialistic, they can feel jealous or envious or be judgmental towards that person. And the challenge with that is if you are sending negative energy towards somebody that has created a level of success or a certain lifestyle, then you're basically guaranteeing that you'll never have that because you know, you're basically uh, projecting your insecurities and your judgments onto that person instead of using it as inspiration. You know, we've been transparent about our lives. There's been, you know, times when we're both younger and we're more in our ego where, you know, we showed off and cared about more materialistic things. And for us now at this stage of our life, we're not really that driven by it, but at one stage of our life, it was a drive or a motivation for us. And it was because we were inspired by other people sharing. And we're grateful that they shared. We're grateful and thankful because that provided fuel for us. So, you know, you want to use that as fuel and you want to celebrate other people's successes and what they have and bless them because that's going to allow you to also um, reinforce that positive energy for you to also create something similar in your life. Yeah, it becomes a reference point for you. So the more references you have, the more you know what's possible. Mm -hmm. And actually in Australia, they have an expression called the tall poppy syndrome, where when the poppy grows too tall, they want to cut it down. So that it's all like the rest of the poppies in height. Mm -hmm. And so basically what they're saying is that, you know, when someone is successful, you know, we want to criticize and sabotage their success because it makes us feel uncomfortable you know yeah. and so and in, even in Japan they have an expression where the nail that sticks out gets hammered down and so you know ultimately it's your choice right how do you want to perceive it do you want to perceive this person's success as a reflection of your inadequacy which I don't you know think is true but some people that's why they get defensive about it that's why they want to be reactive and criticize others or can you use it as a source of inspiration and so that's what we've been doing. And it was really helpful to discover other people's success. It was really, we were really grateful when other people would share their success and how they became successful because we would always use that as a source of inspiration. Mm. So have, having those whys, having those reasons, I think is really crucial for everybody. That's also different, right? You have to search within yourself. What is going to motivate me? And, you know, we're sharing an example of, you know, maybe like traveling the world or, you know, making a lot of money, but you know, that, that doesn't mean like that has to be your vision. You know, I want to make that very clear. I'm not, you know, we're not here to say that, you know, being rich and wealthy is the only way to live life or is even the best way to live life. You know, it's just a way of living life that generally a lot of people might be inspired to live by, but maybe for you, you have a very different vision for your life, which brings up the point that your vision is something that you have to update. You have to reflect on it. You have to revisit it at least every year to look at what that vision is and say, do I still want this for my life? You know, I know, I think, you know, I remember for me when I was younger, I was like, I want to, you know, be like a billionaire or something like that. Um, but as I started to achieve things along my vision and, you know, checked off the box of um, achieving different things, um, I kind of got to a point where a lot of those things didn't really appeal to me as much. 
Um, I started to value and desire more just peace of mind and simplicity and to, you know, there's certain things that you learn as you achieve things that you're more naive to early on when you're first, you know, setting, um, you know, that vision for yourself. And so mm-hmm. it's totally okay to update your vision. It's not like this static set in stone, yeah. uh, you know, plan for your life that you can't change or update. Of course, you're going to update it as time goes on as you gain more experience. But it's really important to revisit it and to look at what do I want at this chapter of my life, this stage of my life. And it might be different than what you wanted years before in the past. So a hint for you is if you're no longer excited about your vision, probably needs updating, you know, and it's natural to uh, want to change your vision because as you age, as you mature, um, you have more life experiences under your belt and your values probably shift. And when your values shift, Mm -hmm. the things that you want for your vision tend to shift as well. And so um, just understanding that that's a very natural thing, you know, like you used to want like, you know, a Lamborghini and, you know, like some really flashy things that you just don't care about anymore. Yeah, I mean, I I still want to experience certain things in my life, but it's just not. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As important. I remember also the stage of, you know, when I was really active as an influencer and I was more like in that ego attachment of, you know, getting a lot of attention and whatnot. You know, I started. Buying designer clothes and you know ten thousand dollar watches. They all just sit in the closet. Doesn't use any of them. (laughs) You know, I've got this uh, five thousand dollar Dolce Gabbana, you know, tux, which I've only worn once in my life. Thank God he used it for the wedding. Yeah, you know, so there's things like that which you know I was once motivated by, but you know maybe as you mature and evolve, you know, for us, you know, like um, you know we. want to generally make good decisions with our money and, you know, invest our money in things that appreciate and value. And there's certain things like that that have shifted. But the the point though is in terms of discovering what your whys are, your whys will change, your reasons for will change. Mm-hmm. But any reason for um, 
using it as energy and motivation yeah. to take action is a positive thing. Even if it's like a superficial reason, mm -hmm. you know, even if it's something egotistical, even if it's something materialistic, even if it's pride, you yeah. know, you want to prove other people wrong, you know, or you want to prove to yourself. It might seem, you know, maybe looking back 10, 20 years in the future, you might look back and think that was silly, but that served a purpose at that stage to motivate you to take action. And I think that's useful. I, you know, I'm often reminded of uh, like Michael Jordan in the Last Dance docu you know, documentary, and you know, the greatest basketball player of all time. Uh, he was known for making up reasons, like things that never even happened. So, for example, he made up in his head this other player said something to him that he didn't even say, but it's like a criticism thing, and he made it up and he got angry and mad, and he used that to motivate him, and it was just like manufactured in his mind. It wasn't based on reality at all, but it served a purpose because he needed to find the energy. Yeah. You know, some athletes, you know, obviously, like a lot of them, they don't want to read the press and what people say about them. Other athletes, they read it because it does piss them off and that is energy that pain can be fuel yeah. that motivates them to work harder and to prove others wrong you know so whatever you got to do to conjure up that energy you know yeah. that's something that you can yeah, do we're, as humans we're all motivated by pain and by pleasure and some people are mo motivated by pain by the pain of like maybe the pain of c continuing to live the way I'm living the pain of you know this happening um, or some people are more motivated by pleasure, the pleasure of like the vision that I have to look forward to. So you kind of have to figure out what that is for you and just both pain and pleasure, use what you got to use it to help you to have the fuel to achieve your goals. Yeah. For me, definitely it was pain. Pain was more of a driver for me. Yeah. And I think for both of us, um, it started with pain in our childhood. Uh, we both grew up um, in a family dynamic where we didn't have money as families. Um, you know, my parents went through a bankruptcy, which was very painful. My parents fought a lot around money. I know yours did as well. You know, we lived more of a frugal lifestyle. It's not, you know, we didn't live in poverty because now that I've traveled the world and been to different places, I know what real poverty is. And so I'm actually able to appreciate um, you know, like, you know, my family's, mm -hmm. you know, the upbringing that I did have, you know, but at the time, um, I didn't know what, you know, I was just kind of comparing myself to the other kids in my school, what they had and what I didn't have. And, you know, seeing, um, how lack of money can be a big source of stress and really destroy a family. So for us, that was something that ended up being a blessing, you know, like it ended up being a useful drive and motivator because we both made the decision at a young age, we don't want to live our life like this, that we don't want when we have kids for them to go through what we had to go through. So that was a strong reason, a, a way of motivating ourselves. But also um, it takes a lot of courage in order to look at things that can be a source of pain for you in your life. Um, and, and, and a lot of people, they don't, they're not willing to face things that are painful because it's very uncomfortable or they're not willing to be honest with themselves because that's also painful to be honest. And they'd much rather just sweep things under the rug. A lot of people, they avoid pain and they just try to, you know, accept things and just live their life, you know, without looking at it. You know, a lot of people, for example, they can be in credit card debt 
and they don't even want to look at their statements because it's painful. And so they just, you know, because change is hard. Yeah. And then you're confronted with the, fact they have that to take responsibility. They have to take responsibility and, and have a level of acceptance and, and experience some discomfort and pain. So if you're just, you know, taking your credit card statements, Oh, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at it. I don't want to look at my finances. I don't want to log into my bank account. You're avoid, you're avoiding that pain, but that pain is something not to avoid because you should embrace it because that can provide fuel and motivation. Cause yeah. usually people don't change in their life until they've hit a threshold of pain. You know, for example, a lot of people, they're in a job and they don't love their job. In fact, a lot of people really hate their jobs. You know, they hate their boss. They hate having to wake up and, oh, I've got to go to work. You know, the night before, oh, I got to go to bed so I can wake up and go to my job. And so a lot of people hate their jobs and usually they don't quit their job until they hit that threshold. You know, they avoid facing the reality that they don't like their job, that they're getting older and they're, they have a dream that's fading away, that they're not pursuing what, the, what they want. They see other people living an inspirational life and it's painful to look at that because it's a reminder that, you know, you're in this job that you don't like and you see other people living their life doing great things and it makes, it triggers you. And so a lot of people, they try to avoid the pain. They live their life. They go to their job every day until one day. One day, you know, usually a day happens where they've had enough and that threshold of pain is hit. They hit a rock bottom. You know, maybe it's one day, you know, my boss is an asshole. I can't stand another day of dealing with this or man, they're, they're working me to the ground. I'm working 60 hours a week and I just, I can't, I'm, you know, I don't have time with my kids and my family. No more. They make a decision and it's that decision that produces a shift in their life, a shift in that direction. Mm -hmm. Or it could be in a relationship. A lot of people, they're in a relationship. It's not the ideal relationship. They don't have love or passion. They're just friends. They're comfortable, complacent. But they've been in it so long. And there's a danger when you're too comfortable in something is that it becomes harder to get out of it, right? So you're more invested in it over a period of time. But it, you know, eventually what can happen is people have the courage and say, you know what? I can't take another day. I can't, you know, take another day wasting my life being with someone that we're fighting all the time or being with someone where we're just not a good match. And that's very hard to face that pain. And it takes a lot of courage. But again, that courage and, and that experience of rock bottom can be an incredible breakthrough for you and allow you to make a, a change, which can be painful temporarily, but long term in your life ends up being the greatest gift, the greatest blessing of your life. Mm -hmm. So having the, having the open mindedness, the courage, the humility to look at yourself, to look at your life, to look at what needs to change, to look at over the last year, what were the challenges I faced? What were the sources of pain in my life? Am I willing to confront and look at those things? Because a lot of those things, if you don't resolve it, if you don't put attention to it, it doesn't go away. You just suppress it, repress it, you sweep it under the rug, and eventually it creeps back to haunt you. And um, you know, I think for us, because we're into self-development, you know, it it facilitates a level of awareness where you really are aware of your habits, your behaviors, your belief systems, your limitations, your weaknesses, your strengths, um, things that, you know, you're not following through in the ways that you are. You know, you have to even be willing to look at, you know, why you're not taking action in your life. You have to look at, you know, why is it that I don't follow through? Why is it that I'm lazy? Why is it that I sabotage? Why is it that I avoid this? You know, it's, it's, 
you're willing to, like what, one of the reasons why I think it's important and why you need to be willing to look at that in your life is because when you are into self-development, you're not, you don't feel stifled by it or paralyzed by it. You actually realize, well, you know what, whatever limitation I do have, whatever weakness I have, whatever problem I have can be solved because there's other people that have solved it. And there's a zillion books and courses and mentors and YouTube videos and things that could help me solve those things. So I think that's yeah. another important piece. Yeah, let me ask you guys a question. How long does it take to change your life? It takes one second because it happens when you make a decision to change your life. And so when Stefan's talking about hitting that rock bottom, sometimes that's really the moment that your life changes for the better, because that's the moment that you make the decision to change your life. You know, some, for example, people have been struggling with their weight for many years, uh, trying to lose weight, going up, going down. Uh, and one day they just finally hit rock bottom and they say enough, no more. And that's the moment that their life changes forever because that's the moment that they made that decision once and for all. And so um, when we talk about pain, you might be thinking, well, for me, I don't have to look and find my pain. My pain is obvious. I have a lot of pain in my life. I have a very challenging life situation. Um, I have very difficult circumstances. And what we're saying is that when you understand how humans are motivated by pain, you can use that. So you might have, yes, very challenging circumstances in your life. Maybe you didn't get dealt a great hand in life that's possible um, and the thing is that everyone has challenges right there's no one who is an exception you know some people more than others but everyone has different challenges in their life and the point is that you can use those challenges in your life to help motivate you to help fuel you to rise out of that like a phoenix rising out of the ashes you know and sometimes the people who are the most successful in life when we studied when we've looked at people who are inspiring people People who have an amazing life story, people who created great success in their life, they didn't grow up with a silver spoon in their mouths. Mm -hmm. If they did, they would have grown up very comfortably. And when you're very comfortable, sometimes you don't have enough pain in your life to really make any changes. You're just like, yeah, life's good. Let's just keep things the way they are. But when you grow up and you have these circumstances that are really challenging, really difficult, um, maybe you grow up in a rough neighborhood, your family dynamic, whatever it is, that motivation is extremely valuable. It's what helps you to create massive success in your life because you're saying like, I gotta get out of this. It's not a choice for me. I don't have that comfortable option for me. I gotta make a change. And so um, for, you know, for Stefan and for myself in the beginning, we were very motivated to create financial freedom just based on kind of the way we grew up and our family dynamic. And we said, I don't wanna, have a family. I don't want to have be married and bicker and fight all the time about finances. And I want to be in a loving relationship where money is not something that we have to always have on our mind and is not a source of argument and stress. And so that was one of the motivations for us to independently create financial freedom. And over the years, you know, our reasons for why we wanted to create financial freedom maybe have changed. But ultimately, like for me, the reason for financial freedom was never really the material things. It was more like with this financial freedom, I can get out of the matrix with this financial freedom. I can now have time freedom. I can now live 
my life doing what I want to do each day instead of having to do certain things with my limited time each day. And with financial freedom, I can also achieve other levels of freedom in my life. You know, Stefan released a video recently talking about the three different kinds of freedom. And one of those freedoms is like mental freedom and having the time and the mind space to be focusing on that. Yeah, you know, it's it's so important. And I think, you know, we're going to do another video on Tatiana's channel, Tatiana James, which I'll link to um, here because there's a lot more that we want to share on this. Um, and, you know, for us, we'll talk about this maybe in the next video, how, you know, we prioritized in our life the financial freedom more than some other areas of our life because we knew that focusing more on that area would allow us to get to a point where it could actually allow us to accelerate the other aspects of our life. It could actually allow us to accelerate our spiritual development, our mental and emotional development, our relationship, our family life, our health, and our physical body. And so um, understanding that and, and even having some sort of goal around that, if that inspires you, I think is a big priority for a lot of people. Um, but I guess, you know, going back to the pain piece, um, Pain and your events and your experiences of life are what you want, what you decide to make out of it, you know, and you can either turn it into a good thing in terms of fuel and energy that can allow you to get out of it and create an amazing life, or you can just accept it because there's really only two choices. You just either accept it. This is my life. It's not going to get any better. And then you suffer for the rest of your life or you decide, you know what? Yeah, this is my life. There's pain in it. I'm going to now do something about it. And so you get to decide what you do with that. And, and ultimately when you have, when you look back at your life, when you look back at the horrific, painful moments of your life, those moments become blessings and gifts for you because you're able to see them as a catalyst that um, invoked you to take action in your life to create a better life. And so your relationship and your perspective on those painful moments in your life shift as time goes on, you know, just like, you know, if you had a bad breakup when you're young in a relationship, very painful, don't want to go through that, but you're able to see once you're married to the love of your life, how you look back and you're like, oh, thank God it didn't work out with that person because, you know, wouldn't have allowed, like I wouldn't have found this person that I was meant to be with and I have so much of a better relationship with, but you can't always see that in the moment, but as time goes on, you can look back and you can see the value of those moments of your life. And so we're going to wrap up here, but the last things I want to say is that whenever you have your vision, yes, you have to update it, but you can't be too attached to things working out exactly how you want them to be because the reality of life is that there's going to be curveballs. There's going to be speed bumps. There's going to be things that are going to happen unexpectedly. And I think a lot of people, they struggle with patience. A lot of people that are too attached to things working out and being exactly this way that they get discouraged when it takes longer because generally it always does take longer. You set your goals for the year and maybe you don't achieve everything that you set um, or things take longer than what you expect. Um, but you have to still go back to those reasons why in your vision, that's what gets you going. That's what gets you through those moments. Maybe you start a business and it doesn't work out, but if you remind yourself and connect with that vision and your reasons why, then you don't give up. You know, the only reason why you give up is that your, your vision and what you want isn't important enough to you. It's not compelling and exciting enough. You know, if you don't get what you want and it doesn't work out with one or two goals, you, you just, you know, change them. You change direction, you make adjustments, you, um, 
you know, you, you learn from that experience and you just use that as a stepping stone. You try to fail forward rather than failing backwards. You allow the failures and disappointments to be lessons for you, for you that can allow you to make further progress towards what it is that you want. So we're going to talk about more of this on Tatiana's channel. I want to thank you guys for watching. One more thing I'll mention is that because we brought up the freedom, financial freedom and benefits of that, many people this year, they're looking to start a business. They're looking to create that financial freedom. Um, I'm gonna link to some of the resources in the description that have uh, benefited both of us. Uh, if you do wanna start a business or learn more about finances, investing, other different um, means of making money and to be able to create that freedom. Um, I've got a lot of free resources, free courses, paid courses, uh, courses that we've been through that we could share with you that we'd recommend. Um, there's a lot of resources out there that we can kind of help you point yourself into a different direction and you can determine if any of it is worthwhile for you to pursue. So I'm going to link those below for you in the description. I also have a free quiz uh, that you can take that can help you determine which business model is a good fit for you based on how much money you have to invest, how much time you have to invest, and really what your motivation is for starting a business, whether it is making money, whether it is doing something that you love that you're passionate about, whether it is just giving you know back and helping other people. And the link for that is www.projectlifemastery.com slash quiz. So check those out and we'll see you guys uh, hopefully on Tatiana's channel in the next video. God bless you and take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.